0: Welcome to Fearful, the podcast that takes you on a thrilling journey through the world of mysteries, paranormal phenomena, and all things terrifying. We will explore eerie tales of haunted places, unsolved crime, inexplicable events, and supernatural encounters. So embrace the fear, and unravel the mysteries that lie beyond. My name is Jacko, and this is Fearful. The macabre tale of Big Nose George has given many people around the world a feeling of unease and a sense of disturbing curiosity. While his life seemed to have been plucked right from the frames of a western movie where the outlaws ride horses and steal from whoever crosses their path, it is his afterlife that seemed to have captivated the interest of the world over. You see, Big Nose George may have led an interesting life, but he became much more interesting after his death. So, with that being said, let us delve into his story and where it has led him to be today, years later in the afterlife. In the heart of the American Wild West, where dusty trails would wind through rugged canyons and lawmen pursued outlaws under the vast expanse of the frontier sky, a notorious figure emerged. His name echoed through the windswept landscapes. George Parrott. This was a man whose very existence was entwined with the spirit of rebellion and the lure of untamed West. He was born on March 20th, 1834, in the quaint town of mont France. George Parrott's journey into the heart of the Wild West remains shrouded in mystery. How a young man from Europe found himself, 44 years later, as a notorious desperado, engaging in a life of crime as a cattle rustler, highwayman, and ultimately, a murderer, remains an enigma lost in the sands of time. A peculiar quirk of fate adorned George with a prominent feature, his nose, which hooked sharply akin to a parrot's beak. This distinctive facial trait earned him the nickname Big Beak Parrot, and of course, Big Nose George. His notoriety first graced the wanted posters of Wyoming in 1878, marking him as a wanted man for the heinous crimes of murder and train robbery. In a bold and ill-fated attempt to derail a train on a desolate stretch of track near the Madison Bow River, Perrot and his gang aimed to plunder its riches. The audacious plan, however, drew the attention of the law, Wyoming Deputy Sheriff Robert Widowfield and Union Pacific Detective Tip Vincent, joined by an undetermined posse, embarked on the pursuit of Big Nose George and his band of outlaws. Little did these officers know that their pursuit would lead them into the ominous shadow of Rattlesnake Canyon, near Elk Mountain, where a deadly ambush ensued. Under the vast Wyoming sky and within the walls of the canyon, the outlaws lay in wait, their faces masked by the darkness of night. As the lawmen approached, the deadly ambush quickly unfolded on Widowfield and Vincent. Shots pierced the silence and rang through the night air, and Widowfield fell to the ground quickly his face marred by the violent attack. Vincent, attempting to escape the hails of bullets raining upon him, met a similar fate. Both of their lives cut short in the pursuit of justice against Big Nose George. Once their bodies laid silent on the cold dirt of the canyon floor, Their weapons were taken, their horses seized, but their bodies were left behind to rot in the unforgiving wilderness. News of this brutal crime spread like wildfire across the West, and a bounty of $20,000 was placed on the heads of the perpetrators. George Parrott and his gang, however, were undeterred. In a daring heist near present-day Terry, Montana, they targeted a wealthy local merchant, Morris Khan. Despite Morris traveling with a sizable military convoy, he was defenseless against the audacious outlaws. In a place forever marked as Khan's coulee, the gang struck. Masked and waiting at the trail's turn for him to show his face, they ambushed the soldiers, capturing both the lead and the rear elements, along with Morris Khan and the officers. The loot, ranging from $3,600 to $14,000, depending on the historical accounts, was seized in broad daylight without remorse. In 1880, within the wild towns of Miles City, big-nosed George Parrott and his comrade-in-arms Charlie Burris found themselves amidst the whiskey-soaked haze of a local saloon. And it was here that their bravado became their undoing. In a moment of drunken folly, they boasted of the brutal murders of the Wyoming lawmen, unknowingly sealing their fate as wanted men. The law finally caught up with them when two local deputies, Lem Wilson and Fred Schmalsey, apprehended the notorious duo. Their arrest, however, did little to quell the storm brewing in the hearts of those seeking vengeance for the slain officers. Big-nosed George, with his uncanny knack for mischief, attempted a daring escape from the confines of rolling Wyoming prison. With painstaking determination, he manipulated his heavy shackles, fashioned a crude tool from a pocket knife and a piece of stone, and on that fateful day of March 22nd, he seized an opportunity when jailer Robert Rankin entered the vicinity. Swift as a striking snake, Parrot dealt a vicious blow to Rankin's head, shattering his skull. In a desperate struggle, Rankin cried out for help, and it was his courageous wife, Rosa, who intervened. With nerves of steel, she brandished a pistol, persuading Parrot to retreat back into his cell. News of the escape attempt spread through the dusty streets of Rollins. Masked figures, their face hidden behind shadows of anger and retribution, stormed the jail. The notorious and once elusive Big Nose George was forcibly extracted from his cell, his fate now in the hands of an angry mob. What happened next was a gruesome spectacle that would forever haunt the town's memory. Parrot's captors were townsfolk, but now turned executioners strung him up from a telegraph pole. The air crackled with tension as more than two hundred pairs of eyes bore witness to the grim justice being dealt out. But the tale does not end here. Charlie Burris, too, faced the wrath of the mob. While being transported by train to Rollins, he did his best to hide, but he found no refuge. Locals, relentless in their pursuit of retribution, discovered him hiding in a baggage compartment. Just as swift as before, they hoisted him up on a crossbeam of another telegraph pole, ensuring that justice, though however brutal, was served. The lynching of the two men, Big Nose George and Charlie Burris, was the ending of a saga. Their bodies now hung from the poles lifelessly, only slowly swinging from the passing breeze of the dusty wind. However, as one saga ends, another must begin, and the tale of Big Nose George Parrott took a very macabre turn. In a grim twist of fate, Dr. Thomas McGee and John Eugene Osborne claimed Parrot's remains for an eerie experiment after his death. Seeking to unlock the secrets of his criminal mind, they dissected his body, displaying a shockingly lack of respect for the dead. The doctor cruelly sawed off the top of Parrot's skull, leaving a horrific void. The gruesome cap found an unlikely caretaker in 16-year-old Lillian Heath, then a medical assistant to McGee. Unfathomably, she reportedly used it as an ashtray, a pen holder, and even a doorstop. But the desecration did not stop there. Parrot's face was immortalized in a death mask, Capturing the eerie essence of his final moments. Even his skin was not spared. Strips were peeled from his thighs and chest. Sent to a Denver tannery, they were transformed into leather and used in a pair of shoes and a medical bag. The now grotesque shoes fashioned from the very flesh of the outlaw found a home with Osborne who would on them in his inaugural ball after being elected as Wyoming's first Democratic governor. Parrot's dismembered body suffered further indignity, being preserved in an old whiskey barrel filled with salt solution for a year. It would be decades later, in 1950, that the dark secret would resurface construction workers would be the ones who would stumble upon that old whiskey barrel with George's remains still stuffed inside, forgotten by time. Among the bones and remnants of Parrot's body was the infamous skull with its sawed off top. Dr. Lillian Heath, now in her twilight years, was called upon her skullcap, used for decades as a macabre relic, perfectly fit the skull, helping confirm the ghastly identity of the remains. Today, the shoes crafted from the very skin of Big Nose George find a place of morbid honor at the Carbon County Museum in Rawlings. Alongside them, the bottom part of his skull and his earless death mask serve as a grim reminder to the gruesome chapter of history. The shackles used during the hanging and the skull cap itself found a home in a museum in Omaha, Nebraska. The legend of Big Nose George has rightfully found its place in the history books of the Wild West. However, Were it not for the macabre experiments done on him in the wake of his death, he very well may have simply been forgotten as a run-of-the-mill criminal, a horse thief, a highwayman, whose lust for riches ultimately led to his grisly end. But instead, now he will forever live on, in little glass display cabinets